watching prohibition fall down. All right, top of the week, wake and bake. What's up, man? Oh, having a good time. Feeling good. Nice and refreshed. Had a good weekend. How about you, dude? Good. I'm one bowl, one bowl into my day and about I, to start the other one here. I can't lie. We're pre-recording this on Friday. What happens if something terrible happens to me this weekend? The hell? Damn. Yeah, that would be a tough one, but we could do it. We could do could edit things certain ways. <laughs> Deal. But moving into the preview for today's show, Scotty wants to know what impresses us. What impresses you? You found some good examples, it looks like? Yeah, I just, I've been seeing some things lately where I'm like, man, that's impressive. As much as I bitch about things, that's impressive, so. And dude, what the hell did you find in the news? You had my blood boiling a little bit earlier, man. What's up? We have an ex-drug policymaker oh. involving the uh, group SMART, Kevin Sabat, I believe, or something. We got some audio from him talking about marijuana legalization push is about a small number of people who want to get rich only, and that's all it's about. Yeah. And then also... Oh, I've, hey, I've got Dude's Door Prize this week. James Bean stepped up. He got some seeds from Crockett Family Farms. Psyched about that. Ah, sweet. Excited to hear about it. Oh, also in the news, because we're going to talk about... They, just, they mold these stories so many different ways with surveys, and this one's titled... Many drivers who test positive for marijuana have a child in the car. Survey finds. Imagine that. Weird. So. People that have a bunch of screaming kids in their lives like to smoke weed at night. Huh. Wait. Exactly. Oh, wow. They have something that could they could have smoked a month ago. <laughs> Come on. Let's get it started, brother. Let's get it started. Kick Tell you a little bit about off. membership first. If you want to keep this show rolling, which we're rolling strong, guys. Appreciate, appreciate the DGC out there that stepped up to support the show yeah, at $10 a great. month. I am working, I am head of membership hard all the time on trying to get into what type of benefits you get as far as whether it's a deal on recharge, free seeds, we're hooking with seeds here now, or these prizes that every month we're working on. We still have two Spectrum King 402s left, working on a rosin press next month, for sure, is a Gorilla 5x5 grow tent. Right. For any lucky growers out there, solid ass grow tent. I grow with one. Scotty, you have a couple, but you're not using them for anything currently, right? No. It used to be like a... They're my Go office. Ahead. Yeah, it's my studio. Like I said, my kid will probably be living in it within the next couple of years. <laughs> yeah, spare bedroom for soup at one point. Recharge <laughs> manufacturing plant, maybe? <laughs> it could be. It could, but it held up. That shit holds up, man. They're strong. Over on dudegrows.com, under support us. That's where the membership link is. Uh, cancel anytime, but appreciate it, guys. Trying to be as listener-supported as possible and get you guys the goods. Yeah. Love it. Great white. Well, I'm great in the head here. Let's see what the DGC is smoking on. Come on, let me check it out. GWS is what I call this. Great white shark That's jaws. That's beautiful. Holy shit, I'm impressed. Dude, this was hashtag Dude Grow Show over on Instagram. You guys have been slacking a little. If you, I'm always checking DudeGrows.com under the latest dank nugs. I'm not anti-Instagram, but I'm not pro either, okay? You know, uh, I, we got to learn a little bit more about Instagram. I talked to Soup. I talked to a couple of folks that are like, yo, if you follow the right people, they use it in, in a really cool way to teach you things. Uh, so I just think it's a show-off spot, but I, I'm not following the right people. Well, Grow Tacoma 420 is showing off here. That's great. So he's messing Beautiful. with some mar oh, macro tubes for my camera. And this is the the peakies, the pookies. What is a macro tube a for macro a camera? macro tube group? is for uh, taking a really close-up picture using a macro lens. So I don't Yeah, know. I mean, if, I don't think we need to get into how 
lenses and light bends through. Yeah, I know we don't. No. It, it, it's it, for it, taking close-ups, it, it, all right? And it lets you get closer than that lens natively would be able to do. Yes. I like when Guru takes a picture of a bud. He goes, no, I'm taking 25 separate pictures. I'm going to paste them together. It's usually at least <laughs> 90. Usually 90. need at least 90. Jesus, man. It boy, sounds impressive, crazy. Scotty, but it's all software these days. I don't, I don't know. I think he's clicking that shutter a whole bunch. <laughs> All right, what are you guys smoking on before we get into what's growing on? Yeah, I got to thank Warehouse Kyle for this. He, he's Every now and again, he'll bring some really good shatter. He's one of those dabs only guys. So he brought he brought me some flower of this called the White Russian, and it was really strong. It's, uh, so I did a little bit of Googling on it. White Russian by Sirius Seeds. This is White Russian Stable Cross of AK-47 and White Widow. Damn, those are two classics, right? Yeah, Serious Seeds is that one I grew out as well, man. The Serious Six from Serious Seeds. Nice, nice. But he says, medium height, consistent plant, dense, very resinous flower tops. Says, uh, strong indica background. The plant, the, the plant smells quite strong during, during both veg and flowering. Something to consider. I mean, I was about to say, are they trying there or are they not trying it? Yeah. I mean, I guess there, there is cannabis that does smell more dank for sure. And there's cannabis that doesn't smell that dank, but still gets you high that in the you know black market era of prohibition growing. You might have to seek after that to stay out of trouble. Absolutely. <clears throat> Look, right, they used cool. to have one of those, man. It was like it was a low smell, low odor weed. But you're also losing your, you know, your bag Tips, appeal man. there. Granted, if you're, but that's where you get dude's dank spray. I <laughs> love it. Somebody said they'd buy it on the internet, man. You Perfect. got one customer. Tell me what's going on, man. Let's get into it. We might be guys are hang, just hanging out. A few different subjects here with what impresses us, but sit back and let's see what we can get into. Well, before we get into that, I just want to ask Guru something. I was thinking about uh, the, what you were saying about, we were talking about federally legal cannabis a couple episodes ago, and we are like, I don't know if we want that or not. It's like going to bring you know big folks in, and you, of course it is going to bring big big uh, industry in, but you said something really interesting about the states, and that was that the states can come in and do anything they want. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it, it falls under just how, I, I guess, states' rights gets pretty complicated. Sure, too. sure. But this would be one of those things where the federal government could say, uh, from our perspective, it's it's legal if you want to uh, have, have cannabis legal in your state. Right, right. Kind of how the federal government right now is like, if you want to have cannabis be legal in your state, right. it's okay. Because they know if they tried to make it illegal in those states, there would be uh, Supreme Court lawsuits coming forward saying that they're infringing upon so that. So what about growing though? The feds, the, I guess if the feds can't, they're not going to come out and say it tie, like goes to the states where it's not illegal to possess. Yeah, but grow. think about Think about here, you know, and, and where we're at, it's illegal to grow it outside, right? It's illegal to use uh, HPS lights. So uh, you can make it illegal to do a whole bunch of stuff. But just state law this. doesn't supersede federal law, right? I so don't. Can't, I think it gets complicated. It gets really complicated. People. Yeah, state state law can supersede federal law in some cases. I was just thinking about like all the 50 states we have and how it's kind of almost like if you think about like Europe and whatnot, mm -hmm. like New York, I don't know, but it's a, it could be a country. You know, uh, Florida should be its own country. California <laughs> isolated would have the sixth biggest economy in the world. Yeah, but I was just thinking, okay, take California. Or I was thinking about actually Las Vegas and Nevada. And I was thinking about the difference between Las Vegas's cannabis rules and Utah. Utah's cannabis rules. Utah's got a lot of Mormons that vote. Uh, I would think that it would be completely different. I'd like two different countries. You know, I was listening to Ron White on Joe Rogan. Okay, funny guy, comedian. And he was talking, we're thinking about Utah versus Las Vegas. He goes in Las Vegas. He goes, you can drink 24 hours a day. 
you can smoke weed, you can gamble, and prostitution is legal. I mean, that's a fucking, that's a lot different even where I come from, crazy-ass Florida. You try to do any of those things in, in, in crazy-ass Florida, you're getting arrested, no? It's two different yeah. countries. It's two different rules. And I think there, and, and even where like the federal go- or the state government has come in and regulated it a little bit, prostitution just like on the street isn't legal. It has to be through a like state sure. state licensed brothel that, that operates there. Yeah, so. I like that Ron White says he's not a criminal when he goes to Vegas. He goes, I can't fucking break the law here. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Dude, that Rogan podcast is fucking awesome. I've heard him on there. And then did you finish the Be Real one yet? No, I'm like halfway through it. So don't, don't, you know. Well, okay. I just want to bring up one thing that he says, cause he was talking up Cali weed big time. He's just talking about the, the sun grown and the strains. He says it's next okay. level, but then he started talking. I'm like, all right, so you know what? I don't know. I started to think about it. I'm not going to question the great be real, but, uh, and he starts talking about black and white ash. And he's like, yo, it matters what you feed it. Plenty of good weed has black ash. And I thought what he was talking about having organics and having the organics have black ash. He goes, anybody that feeds it salts get gets white ash and i was like i don't think so man so do you ever smoke? sure that's what he said that's what he said and i was like do you ever uh do you, i think white ash do i have i have this- only seen white ash finishes that and for many 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 years especially after doing the right 12 buds of christmas or whatever with Ramo and smoking jays with him and smoking tons of different strains that yeah and then when it is the dark ash it's definitely usually harsher and well, doesn't taste as something. good and one of the main things when someone grows something with like a completely organic living soil and they give it to you they're right. like check out how white the ash from it comes out as that means they know what they're doing I mean, is that what's what, do? Is there the science behind that, or is this just bro science? Or I think yeah. that that black ash is something. It's you're combusting something. Well, well the the black ash is something. And guys, we're talking about when you're finished with your bowl, or your J, like, or as you're start towards the end. Obviously, the you're going to have the best some one. The joint's the best indicator of it. Uh, the the black ash is really there's like leftover impurities that don't combust completely. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that's left over, and that's kind of why it's attributed to someone not flushing their plant complete, completely to where they're still uh, in the sap in the plant when it dried. There was still leftover nutrition. Yeah, nutrients. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, nutrients, and then that's what's not. That, that adds like a that harsher taste to it, and then makes it not burn as cleanly. Yes, pharmaceutical grade nutrients doesn't matter. Just kidding. Anyway, moving on. Anyway. I, I feel you. I'm, I'm voting for the white ash. Yeah, me too. Me too. But he, so he, homeboy's saying that he was all impressed with uh, with Cali weed. And, you know, and I was just thinking about it, you know, because I am really impressed with cannabis. It's all the things that people are doing with with it absolutely impressed me. So it's got Well, Cali's been at it for a long time. It's just like another any other industry. But you cannot say, oh, Cali weed's the best. Well, yeah, I because mean, recently I had a conversation with someone and it, it was on, on the subject. Cali weed versus Colorado weed. Right. We got into, you know what? Maybe Cali might have better weed. Our concentrates game in Colorado right. is like arm and a leg above them. So, yeah, I agree. Obviously, where prohibition has fallen, there's going to be more, more growers. There's going to be more cannabis. And then there's going to be more of a market. And when you're talking about when Be Real's got, you know, money in the business and genetics and then he's he is right to a degree there's great great weed in california there's great wine in california there's wine country 
Um, it kind of ties into how prohibitionists fall, but you also, I don't know, you tie into, well, do you agree with that, Scotty, or are you saying no, it doesn't really matter? Come on. Right? There's better. Oh, wait, What's about it? the white ash or about there being great weed No, no, weed no, the, the, you know, great weed locations. Come on. Great if you candy. were to give Be Real some of your scroopy noopers, he's going to fucking turn his head, man. He's going to be like, holy shit, Colorado's got good weed, too. And I'd say, out, you know, now going out uh, in the Pacific Northwest, there's some good cannabis, but I didn't think so far going to like get in trouble here that I have found as good as cannabis in British Columbia is that there was in Colorado. So, you know, maybe I haven't seen enough grows. I haven't been around enough. There's right. still plenty of cannabis to try, but yeah, there's a lot of reasons why people say like the best, I would say the best hash man is over in Europe. I've always you know? heard that BC still rides oh. on the reputation it earned in the early nineties. It would be BC and, bud. And that it never got any better than it really was then. Well, BC what? bud was not the greatest. It was cheap. <laughs> it was like something in between regs and, and chronic. We were up here smoking it, Scotty, in 2004. But I'm we not thought bitching it was... about it. I loved it. You know, I was, no, it was but good you, weed. You, I came in for cheap. I loved it. I mean, the One best the first... weed you've ever had is only as good as the best weed you've ever had previously. So Now, mm, here's, here's the shit. psychology in it. I would say, yeah, like, okay, BC Bud, man, that's some good shit. The first time I came across it would be uh, back in, man, almost probably 99 or 2000 or right. something because all I ever usually had before that, though, nine out of ten times was right. regs and just seeded stem. And so yep. anything I'm going to see that's kind, bud. Is going to blow my mind, right? Agreed. Agreed. And we were happy with that. It just wasn't connoisseur. It was good quality. It was probably like Big Bud and things like that. But it just wasn't. It was pack load out. It wasn't given a lot of love and a lot of care. Pack, I could tell. Pack load out. Yeah, man. Absolutely. But things also tie into, like I say, the best hash is over in Europe. I don't understand. Are we considering, are we going Johnny Freedom here? Are we considering all extracts hash or what? What's, <laughs> wait, wait, if you think the best hash comes from Europe, it comes from Colorado. Yeah, this is from a guy that doesn't dab, by the way. So <laughs> now, but I tie it into also people's. Uh, it's a, I'm tying it into one of the reasons is because when I had hash in Europe, in Lagos, Portugal, or in Spain, right. it's on top of the experience of getting some good hash where you're at in your atmosphere. Oh, set you know, setting, like, of course, who you're with and where you're at really determine how high you're going to get. And yeah, a lot of your memory about the experience or the name BC Bud or me saying the best hash is over in Europe. And for me, I probably still somewhat think that because there's such a unique, unique flavors that you just don't get over here. And yeah, I'm not a hash connoisseur. So I guess you could make, put my foot in my mouth a little bit, but that's all I got. Yeah, I'm thinking of just like set and setting for that kind of stuff. What kind of set and setting would you get most high at, you know? I don't make. I mean, do you think that's what that's the experiment, man? If I took, uh, I know of about probably five or six different loggers that are great. But if I can get you to experience the one I like the best in a great set and setting or a, a beautiful waitress that's It ain't gonna make me no nuts. higher. It ain't gonna make me no higher though. I'm talking True. about smoking some good goddamn weed like with <laughs> Willie Nelson and Tommy Chong in a helicopter. You know, I'd be Perfect. like, God I like damn, that. I was high. <laughs> you know? All right, where are we going on to? Are we getting into what impresses us, what yeah, impresses you? Yeah, that would impress me. If I, if, if I pulled up with, if I, I don't know, landed with Willie Nelson and Tommy Chong in a helicopter, that'd impress you, right? You'd be mildly impressed? Um, Depends yeah, on if you were landing the helicopter or not. Yeah, if you were flying. <laughs> Bill Burr is landing the helicopter, sir, all right? I heard right. that guy he got is. so rich he decided to be a helicopter pilot. 
<laughs> you do have to have some money to be in to learn to fly a helicopter. No shit. But anyway, I, I was thinking about. I was just thinking about uh, uh, the impress things that impress. You know, things that impress me. I'll, I'll tell. You, I'll get it started. I was in Florida and saw a helicopter lineman, and I was like, dude, it looks like that helicopter is hanging from the power lines. And as we get, you know, from miles away, and as we get closer, there's a, a helicopter that's hovering. I swear to God, twelve to eighteen <laughs> inches above these huge high power lines. And there is a dude sitting on whatever it is, the leg or the skid of the helicopter, and he's just rewiring. He's like putting something, you know, I think it's like a new uh, rubber kind of bumper or something. Yeah. And he's just changing. He's got this stick that he has to touch to the to the <laughs> wire before he touches the wire. He's impressed so, with the amount of possibility of death surrounding everybody. I, I don't know who's got the worst job, the guy touching the fucking tens of thousands or millions of volts. Hey, but if you know your concepts of electrical theory... What about a wind? What about a fucking gust of wind? So man? that's yeah. You say I don't know who's got the worst job. I'll tell you what Guru what he's saying. I don't know who's got the better job. Put that guy in a cubicle, he might get suicidal. Yes, I mean, you're right. You, and, and as well as understanding, it is kind of crazy to us. But when you fully understand how that helicopter works. works and what you're doing. You're probably like, dude, I'm still safer than coming into work today in my car. Screw this. We're good. Like I said, so, man is amazing. Like the same guy that fucking decided to put a nuclear reactor inside a submarine probably was like, yeah, let's use helicopters to fix those lines. That's great. Like those are <laughs> wacky ideas, man. Oh, or wait, in the 1960s, everyone thought it was like five years away that they were going to have nuclear powered cars. It'd be cooler if we did. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough fun. to comment. <laughs> I'm just having fun with you, man. But I don't know. Just think about like the power of nature. No, or I'm sorry, the power of people rather. And yeah. I, I do have that, some. Yeah, go for it, brother. That's what ties into my first two when you ask me to say what impresses yeah. you, man. It's a, Please do. Usually it's consistency and what somebody's doing and determination. And they kind of go together for sure. I shouldn't say kind of for sure because then I'm contradicting myself. They go together, consistency and determination. Sure. You see what people can do with that. It's I get super impressed with different things, whether it's athleticism um, or athleticism. Does that yeah, work? That is a word, bro. And uh, or you know somebody like you said, your neighbor, your neighbor, some your old neighbor's building a, a ditch for a septic. Dude, I fucking see my old neighbor out there. I'm when I mean old. I mean, I don't mean to be a dick. I hope he doesn't listen to the show. He's got to be about 75 years old. And he, I just seen him out there digging. You know, I'm out, always out making recharge or the studios behind my house. I see him digging all day long. And I'm like, I finally about, he, he, oh, a dump truck shows up. And I go over there. I go, what the hell's going on? He's got a ditch probably 100 yards long. And I mean 100 yards. That's 300 feet long. That is at least six foot deep. And there's a guy down there. You know, there's like Are a guy. Sure? I'm positive. It was, like he was doing it all winter? I mean, how long has no, this guy been it digging? Took, that's what I'm telling you, the power of man. It took him about two to three weeks of all day, every day digging to do this. And he didn't even bitch about it. I was like, and this guy's got money, too. Like he's been I was about to say, did you ask him if he wanted to do this? Yes, or he, he wanted to, to. He doesn't think to rent equipment. It's just not his way. He's been in that cabin since 1972. He don't need nothing from nobody, man. Got back from Vietnam and bought a cabin up in the mountains and decided to not need anything from anyone. It's amazing. He's a good neighbor, by the way, man. It's dangerous. 
<laughs> but if, you do, if you have neighbors, it's good. But don't. Like my one of my old math teachers did that, and he ended up killing himself. A little got a little too lonely up in the cabin in the mountains. Oh, that's. I love that story, by the way. It's We've got each one. other to keep, Any, keep company. It's all good. Anyway, that is. I mean, that people have that determination. It's probably like you said, in the sense, why would I rent anything or do anything? I can do it. And on top of that, I haven't got anything better to do right now. So screw it. I'll be outside digging. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd be running a mini excavator for that shit. Yeah, that's what I would. Come on, work smart. <laughs> work smart, right? Plus, who doesn't like to operate power or you know light duty equipment? I guess I'll call it anyway. <laughs> you know, do you remember we talked about those guys that made that? They like it looks like they come out of their little cage hut and they dig that swimming pool. I think Guru's got a visual of it. But yeah, the, I used to. I was like, oh my god, we don't have people that work like that anymore. Like you know, like no way, we could never do that. And my neighbor just does that all day long. It's crazy. Yeah. No, that's very, uh, very, very good determination. Yes, he's I'm glad you were impressed because I don't think you could do it, Scotty. Oh, I guess if I had to, I could. That's the fucking point, no? Is he, is he like a ripped old man or what? I guess just, so. I don't know. I need to set just, him up with my mother-in-law. <laughs> he just knows how to use his muscles, man. There are those people that don't look that strong, but they're stronger than you because they know how to use their oh, muscles. Yes. I like this guy because he's going there. He's got like animal skins all over the place and... Good, good, solid place. <laughs> right on. That's a man, baby. All right, dude. But if we're talking about what impresses me, you know, you know what you can't leave out, right? Come on, cannabis, the weed, man, that wonderful weed. <laughs> no, that sweet, sweet Chiba. But think about it, though, and I gotta get you on this train. You are uh, not impressed by the concentrates yet. No, I didn't say I'm not impressed by them. I'm just not. It's not my my wheelhouse, man. You said that that. European hash that you buy on the street at Spain was the best that you've ever that you've ever had. Man. I don't know. I don't know if I consider those concentrates. Well, yeah. What are they called? Okay, They're I will plant. just. Yeah, Go they ahead. do. They have plant material added in. I always thought that was the distinction between hash and concentrates. Is hash had a little bit of the where the key sprinkled back in to give it a, a more solid form, as to where concentrates really fully vaporize. No, I mean, because no? they, they, I mean, the stuff that I buy that's full melt water hash right. is, that is hash and it, and it's made huh. with, with bubble bags and ice and water. That's a type of hash. Like the Charis balls are like another type. Of right. Hash. But that's they're what never, they're never mixing stuff back into it to give it another consistency. It's just how they, they sure? handle the trichome heads and process them once they get them away from the plant. I had seen back in the day, they sprinkle the uh, trichome heads back in. I, I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure if I'm right on that, but that's how they get it to be not oily. Hmm. The number, yeah. What do and, I know? What do I know, man? And to so to say, I'm not unimpressed by concentrates. They have their place, whether it's recreational. People that need concentrates for more medicinal needs totally get that. If I, I don't really have much of a barrier to entry. I mean, get a rig, no problem. Got, I already got, you know, some pens. Right. It's this, it's, the, I am not going to take the time right now with what I have time to do right. in my life to make concentrates. Uh, I would rather what I'd rather smoke those flowers that I grow unless sure. I had a bigger garden, maybe. But then I'm I'm forced. I don't have an outside full connection of something that I trust or want to spend my money on when the flowers doing it for me, I guess, would be the main reason. So maybe if I have actually I could take this back because you are pushing me a little and I do have um, what a buddy up here doing the rosin and that's yeah, full on that. considered. Yep. Uh, and he's, he's digging it out of his pen a lot. So, you know, I'll take your, I'll take your challenge. Do it. Just and make sure that you shake that rosin first, man. Don't, don't press flour. Shake it. Shake them track homes. Just, just shake what it. What are you talking about? You're right. saying we'll no press the, flour. We'll get in the get grow all talk the, later, man. We'll get in the grow talk. Don't get me off course, brother. 
You're trying to act like you owe no shit. <laughs> Learning in public, Scotty, is what he's doing. Tanazi taught yeah. me some stuff, all right? A thing or two. All right, moving on. Before we get to the news, what's your door prize this week over on DudeGrows.com? Yeah, old James Bean stepped up. Young James Bean stepped up. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know he's hooking up with anything from Crockett Family Farms. Because uh, Crockett Family Farms, I was like, what do you want to do? He's the tang guy, a tangent guy. And I went and looked. He's got it crossed with everything. He's got sour tang, purple tang. Uh, so it's interesting. And, it's, and they do look different. I want you to go to take a look at that, dude. Because that they all look crazy different. There's some donkey dick pot in there. There's some loose buds or something. Or, Where are you looking at it at? On, there's on Seeds Here Now? Yeah, right on Seeds Here Now. Yeah. Okay. It's, so it's, what's he, you said anything from, like there's, he's given a, next, this week is three seed packs or? Uh, a seed pack, I think they're normally like 129 bucks or something like that. So you get any, you can go pick any one of those out from the website and uh, you will check out for free, homie. That's the way we got it set up. How many are you giving away? I uh, just one. Come on now. Okay. Man. That's not I'm crazy. just checking. Uh, gotta, you got to get the details out to the crew. So one valuable, seed pack from Crockett Family Farms, dudegrows.com on the homepage. I think throughout the site you'll see where the, the raffle is. Yep. And it's, this one's uh, for everybody. You don't have to be a member for this one. This one's for everybody. Awesome. Uh, we'll go look at the Crockett Family Farms on seedsherenow.com. All right. Come on. Get heavy with me, man. What's in the news, brother? What's in the news, man? Ex-drug policy advisor who is Kevin Sabit. Sabit. Hey, what's that mean, uh, ex-advisor? What does an advisor do? He's, he's not elected, right? He's just a guy that, like a lobbyist, maybe? He was the White House advisor for the Office of National Drug Control Policy. If you guys didn't know this, this is the guy that leads SMART, who's an organization against cannabis. He goes, Office of National Drug Control Policy under the Clinton, George W. Bush, and Obama administrations. He's now the president and CEO of Smart Approaches to Marijuana, a nonprofit organization founded with former Republican Patrick Kennedy. Oh, good. Oh, good. So, like, do you like that? You, yeah, he's definitely got, I don't know, as far as White House advisor for the Office of National Drug Control Policy. It sounds like he just means. talks about shit. He's an advisor, huh? But yeah, let's hear him advise. Here, play, let's play this, guys. He's about a minute 13 about what his take is on uh, cannabis trying to become legal. All right, I'm going to smoke why he does this, because this guy's a douchebag. As part of the legalization push, are there already uh, ideas in place about how they would regulate specifically THC content? I mean, people would say, well... As part of the legalization push, are there already uh, ideas in place about how they would regulate specifically THC content? I mean, people would say, well, okay, alcohol... You know, beer is 5% alcohol by volume, but uh, you get up to 100 proof, and that's 50% uh, by volume. So would that be a a possible, if not solution, at least mitigation that you'd be in favor of? You would hope so, but the issue is the drive to legalize is being driven by a massive industry with, you know, billionaire backers, and they need high levels of THC to make money. Uh, So they are not in favor of any kind of caps. We've tried to go into places like Colorado and California and Washington and say, you know, and say, listen, uh, let's put a cap. We get that it's legal, but, you know, we should cap it at 10 percent, 15 percent, whatever it is. And we've been shot down every time by the special interest lobbyists because it's all about money for them. I mean, let's be honest, the, the push to legalize. It's not about social justice. It's not about medicine. It's not about, you know, granny with cancer. It is about a small number of people who want to get all married. Right. So that, everything yeah. he says is wrong, man. By the no, way, no, I- there's some truth. That, look, part of the reason cannabis is there is a shit ton of money. We just covered a news story the other day in Waking Big right. America 
about the merger, 3.5 billion or whatever. Um, so there are, and we talked about how that is definitely going to affect lobbying and politics okay, in the next election. How many people do you know that are now bud tenders that have really cool jobs that were maybe hustling their ass off, working their ass off as waiters or waitresses or bartenders? Now they're respected bud tenders. That's a lot of jobs that this industry provided. People that are growers, we know plenty of them that are making a nice living off growing. We get all sorts of stuff, man. I sell a shitload of recharge to professional growers. I mean, dude, there's a lot of people making a good living off this. It's not just a couple of people getting rich off it. And you know what? There's a whole shitload of people that got rich off buying the uh, canopy growth stock that made 70% this year. And they're going and buying a new fucking boat so the boat guy can get rich. Trickle down, baby. (laughs) Whoever, don't buy boats, guys. It's a bad investment. (laughs) Stands are bringing another thousand. I judge people. I think that by you got to have the, the yeah. Anyway, we won't go there. So the boat is going to cost double the amount the boat actually costs within the first like five years. In general, I um, I hear what you're saying. There are there is some truth to that. He did say, which is ridiculous. You know that there's this isn't for the medicine at all. This isn't for Granny's cancer. I'm like, all right, dude. Uh, but I just wanted people to give a taste of who's leading that order. Three people that are treating cancer with cannabis. So it might, and none of them are my grandma, by the way. But the thought process to think that you have to have cancer for cannabis to be able to be used medicinally by so you true. Is, is fucking crazy to begin with. Yep. You know what it helps with? Having really bad period cramps. I know because I know a bunch of women that use it and they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take the edibles because, oh my God, I just feel terrible today. And they get out of bed and they do things. Boom. 53% or, of the world could use cannabis as medicine. Yeah. Or you could go to so. Herbal Cure and talk to, like you said, there's some nice bud tenders there. And yeah, these ladies explained how you can use the, uh, the suppository for that as well, Scotty. Much faster acting, acting for the ladies. <laughs> Where do you show New that? sponsor coming on. <laughs> All right, next news story. Many yes, drivers, and this is out of um, what is it, the Rooster Network, CBC, CBC. Oh, many drivers. That's Canadian. Back. NBC, I think. Um, with the peacock feathers as their logo. You know what I'm saying? And that's NBC. Yes. There we go. Used to NBC be News. So this reaches a lot of people. I don't know if this is on. I don't know what the demographic is for NBC News, but the title is many drivers who test positive for marijuana have a child in the car. Survey finds at the end. So when I saw this. Hey, I know the demographic for NBC News. It's fear loving people that still watch TV. I wanted to pass this right by because I'm starting to get frustrated with what surveys find. Survey says. It seems like basically you can, and you know, Guru, you, you've covered it. We've covered it on the show before, but you can make a survey any work any which way you want. Well, you can also survey whoever you want. If you want to survey people coming out of Sunday church, awesome. And there are lots of different ways for statistics of stuff to be manipulated, especially if you have like uh, an interest in framing a study a certain way. You can generally find a way to frame it the way you, you want. Yeah, survey people at a fish show. See how it so, out. <laughs> This, this is pretty interesting here. So this survey, the information was used, um, came from Washington State Roadside Survey. It was conducted over six counties over, it looks like, a year. So, and it said, just to let you know, data for the survey was collected during daytime, two-hour Friday session, either 9.30 a.m. or 11.30 a.m., 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m., and then also four nighttime periods, um, which were on Friday and Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight and 1 a.m. to 3 a.m., Dude, 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. sounds like you might just be trying to get people in trouble. Yeah. So, you're driving, who's dude, driving with their kids at 1 a.m. to 3 a.m.? 
let's say you're out the 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. and this is how they approached it to get to, to, to collect the survey data. Drivers were invited at either a stoplight or a stop sign to turn their cars into a data collection site. They could make as much as $60 for volunteering to participate, $10 for giving a saliva sample, and $50 for giving a blood sample. Oh Along with God. the samples, drivers filled out a questionnaire. <laughs> you know what we should do after this, dude, is go drive into a, a cannabis <laughs> a cannabis uh, a saliva test. That sounds worth it. Give me $10. Wouldn't you be tripping out if you just were at a stoplight? Like you're in the mode, you're listening to some music, and all of a sudden, like, dude, like, I don't know if they would walk up to you or what. Hey, you want to earn sixty bucks, buddy? Yeah. Like, who hey. would do that? You want to give me your blood? I'm sorry. Your blood. Uh, your blood. You want to give me your blood? Sixty bucks, dude. Uh, things are getting anyway, weird. folks. This ain't normal. The point of this is this isn't a major news source, and it's unfortunate that some people will read the titles of these articles only, and then they get distracted by their cell phone or their kid, and they don't read anything else. But the last thing they remember is a lot of parents are driving stoned. Like, that's what they take from it or something off. Yeah, but let's be real here. Um, There's a lot of people that use marijuana or cannabis, so sorry, and they'll use it, uh, say you smoke at night. Say you smoke at 11 o'clock at night to go to bed. You're still going to test positive for THC in the morning. You smoke the whole joint by yourself or have a jump by yourself. So if you're taking your kid to school at seven in the morning, get pulled over and get tested, you probably will. Or at least there's some tests that you're going to have a problem with, right? Yeah. I've started calling Feel it marijuana more recently. Oh, yeah. Just like owning you, it. You rebel. It's got to own it. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. What do you do? Hang out with those jazz musicians? I do. <laughs> jazz musicians are cool. <laughs> Just kidding. He smokes tea. I got the, I'm looking over in the studio wall, the, the poster, a vicious racket with its arms around your children. <laughs> hey, by the way, Vladdy Batty was wrong on the, on the last meme, the Peter Tosh meme. I knew that didn't sound like Peter Tosh. That's Louis Armstrong, which was in another meme. Okay, well, let's you. get into it, though. We're at the memes, man. What'd you find this week? <laughs> Come on. This day. Let's just have some fun, man. These are funny. You know, I had to go back. Please please bust out some more memes. I had to go back a little far. But it says, it's the thought that counts. This is by just meme user, it says. And it says, man high on LSD saves dog from imaginary house fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, he does I'll look take like it. he's harmless. His, he looks like he's chipping his face off. Can you imagine saving a dog from an imaginary house fire? All right, this is next one. Do you even dab, bro? And yeah. we're looking at uh, this is a, a guy holding a sign. Oh, dab. Drugs are bad, and it's a hot dog. So this is like a drugs are bad mascot kind of thing. I don't know. Just, I'm so and what kind of collar is the guy wearing? Holy shit! That's what is all going I can on? Look, man, it looks like he's wearing the gimp collar, man. I am confused as hell with <laughs> I'm that. Completely confused. Oh come on, this one's fucking hilarious, man. I, I don't know. I just had to put this one up there, man. It says "Zest in Peace" by Lemon GF. Had to go way back to get one. It's a half of a tangerine that looks like it's open and it just does kind of look like two lungs. It's really an orange, but if you get high enough, it looks like two, two, young, uh, two lungs. And can I read you what the comments say? It's like this little thread in a forum and it goes, this is a weed smoker's lungs after he died from marijuana. Don't smoke weed. Please reblog to save a life. <laughs> and then, of course, the stoner comes in and goes, uh, that's an orange. <laughs> Oh, that is awesome. Oh, says, yeah, the, the old lung thing, man. Listen to that. Be real on Joe Rogan and stuff. He's like, yeah, man, I got a good doc. I get my lungs checked out. Good to go. I mean, it's there's. we should get more information on that because I just, yeah, don't believe it's having a negative effect. 
Uh, I just love this. Please don't be disrespectful. That's a weed smoker's lungs after he died from smoking weed. <laughs> That's all. All right. You got a video to play here on the way out, it seems, of some type of puzzle. Oh, dude, this is so frustrating. You know, there's ASMR, which is supposed to calm you down. And I saw this on Facebook, and it was so freaking frustrating. I was like, ah, man, so just check this out and tell me it's peaceful or it's whatever the opposite of peaceful is. That's what this video is. Ready? <laughs> I'd probably break the bottle, but yeah, let's do some Guru says you can do it, no problem. I got Grandpa 2Js, and who is this? Michael Flew Hardy. Michael Flew Hardy. All right. Dank, spanking, shakies grow. <laughs> I got Droll Man 80 and Funky Diesel. Can it be the one and Barcelona Farmers? What up? Don't forget about Doug Felland and Swanky Danky. DGC Cup at Gmail, 710 Cup, man. Same email, get your tickets. It's happening, it's happening. All right, peace out. Stay D higher. Take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. Take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads and natural Go ahead and try something new It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed It's just weed I like to smoke it all day long Get away!